Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. So look, 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 you're not ready, you better get ready. And get your game face on. about to start oh shoot what is going on fam come on okay 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 i got a couple of things to say before we get started here one as you know if you're a regular listener to this podcast you know and when we get started, it's both me and Cody. We like to create a new song when we come on. You know, it's like, you know what? Check it. Uh, what's up, fans? Uh, check it. And it's both of us. You didn't hear both of us. Because both of us are not here. Yes, that's right. Our co-host Cody Davila is moving once again. And, uh, yeah, they just made that trek up to where they're going um and so yeah he'll explain his story when he gets back next week but we are back and speaking of being back we've been gone for a couple of weeks the last episode we did was a um was a draft episode and uh you know honestly we got we got a nice number of of draft picks right but i mean look nobody was could could foresee you know uh, some of the trades that happened um, and just yeah like the Bears moving up to get um, Justin Fields nobody really saw that happening um, but the hey I think Justin Fields is going to be good for that team I think um, you don't need to start him right away no way you don't need to start him right away you got Andy Dalton which I think his year was completely underrated uh Last year with the Dallas Cowboys, he didn't, you know, I'm not saying that he was the greatest. I'm just saying with the banged up offensive line, he actually did really well coming back from a concussion and from COVID. This man was playing nice. Uh, he finished out the game against the Giants. That was really good. And they won and he was doing good. And then he played Washington and got a concussion. Then after he was coming back from a concussion, got COVID. And that kind of derailed their season. I bet you if we'd have had Andy Dalton playing the Steelers instead of Ben DiNucci or whoever we had, we would have won that game. But that's neither near here nor there. I just think Andy Dalton is a good, good, um, he's going to be good for the Bears until Justin Fields is ready. Not saying that he's going to be great. Not saying that he's going to be the next coming of Patrick Mahomes or whatever. I'm just saying he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's an established veteran quarterback, and he's going to hold him over until um, Justin Fields is ready. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers may not be there. So that division may be wide open. So we never really know what's going to happen. But, yeah, that last episode we did was a um, was a draft episode. 
I'm, I'm uh, one of the things I'm grateful for. Uh, we saw um, the Ravens get a big wide receiver in uh, in Rashad, I think his name is. We saw them get a big wide receiver for Lamar Jackson, and it's been rumored that uh, you know, the um, the Atlanta Falcons is willing uh are willing to deal Julio Jones. Uh so I think the Baltimore Ravens need to be all over that uh for sure because Lamar Jackson needs a big wide receiver to throw the ball to. And so yeah, there's a lot going on in the NFL. The NFL schedule was released. You're gonna see Tom Brady and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers go play in New England. You wonder who's gonna be the quarterback there. Will it be Mac Jones? Will it be um, Cam Newton? Uh, I think Cam Newton has the job uh, this year with a full training camp, and hopefully he won't get COVID, and hopefully uh, I think 11 of the uh, the defensive starters won't opt out, you know, and they've made some really, really, really good moves in um, in free agency. Bill Belichick, uh, just in the offseason, Bill Belichick spent a lot of money and so I think Cam Newton, I think Cam Newton's going to get the start this year and uh, he's going to get to be able to prove some people wrong. Uh, or maybe he is done and they're going to hand the reins over this year to uh, Mac Jones. But I don't think the Patriots is out of it. That division is going to become the toughest division in football um, with the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and the New England Patriots. And, I mean, look, the New York Jets uh, got Zach Wilson. Um and they got, they not only got Zach Wilson, but they made some moves. I think they picked three times in the first round, if I'm not mistaken, because they traded up. Um, and they got some, so they got some nice young pieces. So the Jets are on their way. Um, don't know if they'll be good this year, but in a few years. And so I, I think the NFL season is looking nice. Um, uh, the Cowboys, I think, play opening, opening night. And, uh, I forget who they play. Oh, my goodness. But they do play. They start the season off. Um, and so, yeah, it's just going to be really interesting to see what Dak does, to see what Zeke, if if Zeke comes back ready to go. Um, now that he got his man back, does Dan Quinn fix that defense and make them respectable? Um, you know, like, we're going to get to see some stuff. Um, I'm hearing a lot of good things from Micah Pierce. Micah? Uh, Micah, um, the linebacker they got, um, the Dallas Cowboys got. I'm hearing a lot of good things about him. And with Sean Lee retiring, and I, I did not know that, you know, um, him being added to that linebacker core is going to be good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited to see this new and upcoming NFL season, what we're going to have. Um, baseball is in full swing right now. I don't know much about baseball per se but i did see the rangers were beating the astros today that was really interesting uh cody and i both rangers fans so there you go um but uh i think his name is and forgive me if i'm saying it wrong but i think his name is otani and he's a pitcher for the angels and this man um is i think leading the league in home runs um, at least the last time I saw it, he was, he may not be anymore because there's so many games in baseball, but he was leading the leagues in the home runs and he's a pitcher 
and he's pitching really well. And they were saying his some record that he holds right now hadn't been done since Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. The Colossus of Cloud. The Colossus of Cloud. The Great Bambino. Oh my God, you mean that's the same guy? Yes. Come on. I had to. Sandlot, baby. Um, but yeah, since Babe Ruth. And I think that's really awesome for baseball. Um that this guy Otani is, is doing something. He's not just some big swole, um, you know, big swole outfielder that's just, you know, breaking home run records and dropping bombs, but he's a pitcher doing this, you know. And so I hope um, that it's skill and not PEDs. I, I just hate when, like, we think something amazing is going to happen and then we find out later that it didn't really happen because of PEDs, like, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's all legit and that he, he like I hope he finishes on top with the home run record. I hope he finishes greatly as a pitcher, you know, and you may be saying, well, isn't the Angels in the Rangers division or whatever they call it in baseball? Yeah, they are. But, you know, baseball needs something, you know, not just look at the end of the season and say, oh, yeah, this team is here and this team is here in the World Series. Oh, OK. Like baseball needs something. Um, but anyway, that's for another podcast. Here's the thing. We got football coming up. Baseball is in full swing. Uh, the Olympics every day that goes by is a closer day to the Olympics. You guys, I am so, so excited about the Olympics. I love the Olympics. Uh, it's just like nonstop athletes doing amazing things like even the rowing is like yo these people are freaks of, of in a good way you know like with the curling or um yeah i i but my main event the thing that i really love is watching the relays uh and track and field like anything track and field i think it's because my mom my mom was uh ran track and my brother got that gene, and so he ran some track. Um, but, yeah, we used to sit down and just watch it with my mom. And, um, yeah, it just I, I love it. I love watching the track and field. And I'm really excited to see um, Coleman uh, running against uh, Noah Lyles. And maybe Justin Gatlin will be there. Uh, depends on who all qualifies and things like that. Um, and you know, maybe Matthew, uh, I think his name is Matthew Booing or Bowling or something like that. And, uh, Laird from LSU and, uh, Bowling is from Georgia. Uh, but man, I think the United States got some good athletes in these sprints and I just can't wait to see, uh, I think Noah Liza is going to take, uh, all of them. Now Coleman may get him in the 100. We shall see. But I think Noah Lyles, uh, he has this incredible kick. And I don't think anybody's beating him in the 200. And he, and I think, depending on his start, he's been having some trouble with the start. But, uh, but depending on that start, if he gets a good start in that 100, it's over. It's a wrap. Y'all mark my word. I think Noah Lyles is going to be a, a two-time gold medal. Not two-time, but he's going to medal in two events. I think he's going to medal in the 100 uh, gold. And he'll medal gold in the 200 uh, if he's healthy. And so that's what I believe. Um, 
for the Olympics so far. Uh, I'm hoping the United States take the four by four, the four by one. Um, I hope the United States takes it all. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm rooting for the United States, of course, in the United States. Uh, so swimming, running, gymnastics, y'all. Gymnastics is crazy. Um, I think we were watching a fencing one time. Uh, I just love the Olympics. It's just the world's best athletes um, on display for like a month. And it is amazing. And so I'm hoping everybody stays healthy physically. I'm hoping everybody stays healthy from COVID. And we are able to do the Olympics in a safe way. And that we get to see it. I'm just, I'm so excited for the Olympics. And I'm just hoping that we get to, um, get to experience, experience, experience that this year. Um, but yeah, um, so we got, we got football on the way, but, um, we got football, baseball, the Olympics, um, but with, with football, um, it's on the way for the NFL. It just ended also for some schools, um, so the you you got the FBS in college. You also got the FCS, and the FCS just finished its season. And I'm gonna give a shout out to my Sam Houston Bearcats. I am an alumni of the Sam Houston State University, uh, and those Sam Houston Bearcats took that national championship. That was awesome. Uh, that last play that they won on that man put it on a string. And it's just, he, he threw it in a triple coverage and it just was like on a string, man caught it, touchdown, game over. It was so, so nice. And I'm, and I'm grateful that those guys, when I, when I uh, was a freshman, my first year was the year, the 2011, so the 2011, 2012, Sam Houston went undefeated and went to the championship and lost to North Dakota State, uh, I think it was nine to three, and then the next year they lost three games, and then they won, but they lost pretty. They they went to the championship and lost pretty bad that year to North Dakota State. North Dakota State has had everybody's number the past like ten years, but I'm so grateful that Sam Houston got it done. And so shout out to Sam Houston getting that natty. Um, and so we got a lot of sports things happening around the world, but here's the thing. I am really, really excited for the NBA playoffs. Now, this is sad. It's Saturday night when I'm recording it. So the games that have already happened um, are the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers, my Dallas Mavericks won. What up? 113-103, baby. Yeah. And Kristaps Porzingis made it through the whole game without getting hurt. I'm hoping he can make it through the series because I really think we got a chance um, because they just don't have an answer for that man. Uh, we watched the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks, and now look, you guys, the Milwaukee uh, Bucks and the Miami Heat, literally, that game was back and forth, and it was tough. I, I I saw them, like, it looked like they were beating up on each other, and nobody was, like, there was some complaining to the refs, but, like, nobody really was really complaining. They were just playing some hard-nosed physical basketball, and... It went down to the wire in overtime. So that was a really good game. Really excited for that uh, series. I'm really excited for all the series because I don't think we're going to get 
a bad series this year, and it's because the Lakers are in the seventh seed, and the Boston Celtics are in the seventh seed. Those teams that are normally in the fourth or fifth seed, um, I think we're just gonna get. I think we're gonna get some really good play. Even one, one and eight. So like the Washington Wizards will play the Seventy Sixers, and I, I don't think they'll actually win a game. Uh, Washington won't beat the Seventy Sixers. I feel like Seventy Sixers will sweep, but I do believe Russell Westbrook and um, Bradley Beal will make it a challenge uh, for the Seventy Sixers because they just some ballers, right? And I believe the Memphis Grizzlies will make it a challenge for the Utah Jazz because they have some ballers. Now, I don't believe, I believe Utah, if anybody, if any one seed is going to give up uh, anything to an eight seed, it would be Utah. And I think, uh, but I think they play so well as a team that I think they're going to sweep uh, Memphis, but Memphis may grab one. I just don't think Memphis has enough firepower. Um and, you know, speaking of Memphis, they beat Golden State, and I was so sad because I wanted to see Steph Curry for as long as we could doing amazing things, right? But um, but that's okay. You know, I think it's – I was watching a game the other night, uh, the, the Warriors and Memphis, and I thought to myself, maybe it is good that the Warriors actually did not get into the playoffs because the longer they go, the more tread is on Steph Curry, and you don't want Clay Thompson to get healthy. And then Steph Curry to hurt, to get hurt, and then, you know, they're back in a bad situation. So, look, it would have been a nice story for them to make the playoffs, but they would have probably only won one and would have been gentlemen swept right out. And so why play five games and risk injury when you can just go home, get some rest, and be ready for next year, right? And so I think, uh, I yeah, I, I'm just excited because I think every game is going to be a good game in these playoffs um yeah i think i think um utah and memphis will um will go four maybe five i think utah win that one lakers and the suns i think the lakers are gonna win that one that's why i want the lakers to lose to the warriors because i want the lakers to get the eight seed because i want chris paul um i want chris paul to make it past the first round um i just I don't know. I, I wish Chris Paul could make it to the conference finals. I don't think he's ever been. Um, so I was kind of hoping the Lakers wouldn't play them in the first round. But they got them. And I, I think a, a healthy LeBron and a healthy AD, healthy Lakers squad, squad the Phoenix Suns are just not ready uh, for that. And so I think the Lakers will win it in uh, six. Yeah, I think, the, I think the Lakers will win it in six. And then I think... Uh, this I'm watching Portland and Denver play right now, and this series is gonna be one of the best series of the whole NBA playoffs because these two teams are I feel like pretty evenly matched, and I feel like they're gonna get at each other really well. Um, and so I think that series may go seven, honestly. Uh, and but I think Denver's gonna take it. Um. Yeah, I think Denver will take it because they seem to have just a – they have the MVP in Yusuf Nurkic. No, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. In, in, in Jokic, sorry. Um, they have the MVP, and I think I think they just – I think they're going to get it. Um, but Dame – if Dame had – it wouldn't surprise me at all if 
if if Dame Time has anything to say about it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Portland Trailblazers won this series. And then the the Clippers and the Mavericks, I'm 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 doing hard overhead. I'm going Mavericks. Let's go, baby. Let's get it done. Let's get it done in six. You know what I'm saying? And then on the east side, you got Philly with the Wizards. I'm taking Philly in four. You got Brooklyn uh, over the Celtics. I think I'm going to take the uh, Brooklyn over uh, Celtics in four. Uh, Milwaukee and the Heat. Ooh, man, I I just don't know. That series is. I hope it goes seven, and I hope it goes overtime every game. That that series is legit, and uh, I don't trust the Milwaukee Bucks to get out of the East or even to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I just don't think they've done enough. I think the addition of Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker was really good, but I don't believe they did enough to um, to put them over the top. Uh, you know, over the top of a Philadelphia 76ers squad with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid over the top with a... Um, with a um of a Brooklyn Nets team with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Like I don't think they did enough. Um and I was telling I was telling Cody and TJ this today and, uh, and my boy Jamal. I was like, look, if if Giannis Gian, they 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 didn't do enough additions, but I'm always like you before you add somebody, you gotta get better. You just gotta get better. People are like, who do they need to win the championship? Uh, how about they just get better? That's my thought process. And so Giannis, I don't think Giannis added anything to his game for them to have a better opportunity. People are like, oh, Giannis needs to shoot the three. And y'all heard me. I'm sorry, fans. This is a soapbox of mine. Y'all have heard me talk about this multiple times. But I'm just saying, Giannis don't need a three-pointer. Tim Duncan is a is maybe the best power forward to ever have the, to ever play the game. Tim Duncan didn't have a three pointer. He could shoot it sometimes. He didn't have a three pointer, right? And you're like, oh, the game has changed. The game has changed. When is Joel Embiid his best? When is Joel Embiid when he's standing out shooting threes, or when he go body people, uh, in the paint, hitting with a ton of round jumpers, right? Because can't nobody stop him down there. If Giannis stopped relying so much on that one dribble euro step i'm gonna try and go dunk on everybody i'm gonna try and finish oh let me try and figure out how to shoot a three if he just put his back to the basket and bully boys down there i think he's a good enough passer when they turn around and they double team him to pass out of the double team and hit a wide open person i think I think Giannis, I think that's when the Bucks will go to the next level. When Giannis put his back to the basket and get a post game. It doesn't have to be the only thing in his game again. Let him take out, let him take people off the dribble, hit him with the Euro step. But also, hey, they walling me off. Okay, let's change our offense. The back to the basket, turn around jumper, turn around hook shot, you know, turn around double pump, up, t- double pump up and under layup like get you a post game work it out and then you know pull them out for the dribble i just i think that's what they need to add i think drew holiday again is a great addition and i think um 
P.J. Tucker is a nice veteran presence, and you got Chris Middleton, you got Devin Chenzo, you got Brooke Lopez. The guys, the, the team is going to work, and I think they are good. I just don't think they're good enough. And so I think they'll get past the Heat because I don't think the Heat. Ah, oh, man, that's hard for me to say. I think they'll get past the Heat, but in a seven-game series. Um, and this is what I this is what I love, and this is what I hate about the NBA playoffs, because this year there's so many good teams going up against other good teams, and it's like we're gonna get so many great games, but we're gonna get them so early, and some people I want to see later in the playoffs aren't gonna make it till later, you know. But anyway, Milwaukee, um, I think we'll take the Heat in seven, and then I believe the New York Knicks will take the Atlanta Hawks in in six, I must say six, I must say, yeah, the New York Knicks is going to take advantage of that um, home court that they worked so hard to get, and I think the Atlanta Hawks will get, will get a couple, but I think the New York Knicks will take them in six. I think that 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 New York Nick defense is something serious. And I think Julius Randle is ready. He's been putting the world on notice, but I think he's ready to put the world on notice. Like, hey, I'm here and I'm here to stay. I can be the cornerstone of this New York Nick franchise. Now, here's the thing. If he's going to be the cornerstone, I don't. I think they still need to get better. Like, I, I, they got R.J. Barrett, Derrick Rose, um, uh, quickly. And some other guys that like, but I just think they still need to get, uh, they first need to all get better at their game. But I think they need, I think they do need another piece. Um, And so we'll see. We'll see who wants to come to New York. We'll see. Uh, Especially after they win a playoff series. Um, But yes, it's going to be very, very interesting to see. I'm super, super excited on what could happen and I and I'm telling y'all this I really do believe Philly can make it out of the east I just I just I don't know what it is if they're if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid is healthy I do believe they can stop the Brooklyn Nets and it's because of defense like people are like oh people don't have the horses to stay with the Brooklyn Nets, and that's true. People, who's going to score with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, right? But that's the thing. You put Ben Simmons on Kevin Durant. See, the reason why Kevin Durant is so effective is because he's so tall and he's really good uh, dribbling the ball and moving laterally, right? And so he dribble past you or he can shoot over you. So if you put a small guy to keep him from getting to the rim, he's just going to do the chair drill and he's going to shoot over them every single time. No one can block it. You put a tall guy on him, like Giannis, uh, or you put a tall guy on him, period, like like put Rudy Gobert on him, he's going to dribble past Rudy Gobert. But see, these are the problems that people like Giannis and Ben Simmons uh, per, um, create, or Anthony Davis create for uh, Kevin Durant. They can they move like point guards. Ben Simmons is a point guard, and so they can move and keep up with Kevin Durant, and they're tall enough that he can't shoot over them easily. So I think Ben Simmons, you put Ben Simmons on Kevin Durant, and I think you know he still get twenty five uh, to twenty eight points, but he's working for everything. Now it's 
he he got 28 points on seven of 25 shooting you know instead of uh instead of 12 or 20 shooting you know what i'm saying like he's working and you he's gonna feel it all series and then you know you put um Thibel on Kyrie Irving you put Tobias Harris on James Harden you know what i'm saying and then who on the nets are gonna stop Joel Embiid nobody right who on the nets is gonna stop Dwight Howard when he get in a game from catching lives and dunking on people Blake Griffin no so that's what i'm saying i think the um although they have great offensive players on the Brooklyn Nets um, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. I think the Philadelphia 76ers produces a terrible matchup for those Brooklyn Nets. I really, really do. And I think the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets will meet. The Brooklyn Nets will meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I believe Philly will take them in seven. Philly will take them in seven. Um, no, Philly's going to take them in six. You heard it here first. Philly takes the Brooklyn Nets in six. That's what I believe. And I believe um, it's going to be Philly and the Lakers. Uh, Philly and the Lakers. Um, yeah. And I believe it'll be a great NBA Finals to watch. Um, you'll have basically like two LeBron Jameses on the court. You have LeBron James and Ben Simmons. <laughs> It's just going to be fun, man. It's just going to be real fun to see. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for the basket, for the NBA playoffs because every, like, like, like people hate it. They, they hate it on the play-in game, and I get it, right? But, man, we got some nice, well, first of all, we weren't just waiting for the playoffs. We were waiting for the play-in. And we were all watching as the Warriors played the Lakers or as the Pacers played the Hornets or as the Pacers played the Wizards or, you know, we were all watching to see, hey, what was going to happen? Like, who's going to get those spots? And just like that, the NBA created interest. And nobody's ever really interested in in, in 9 and 10. Nobody would have been interested in the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. It would have been just one through eight. And then you look. And you say the Warriors finished, they fought, and they finished eighth. And they didn't make the playoffs because they lost the play-in, right? Now, some people may be like, is that fair? Well, that's how it is right now. So I don't know if I under, if I, if I agree with the concept of the NBA playoffs, but I do believe if you're going to, uh, the NBA play-in, but I do believe if you're going to do it, I think they're doing it the best way possible, and I think it's really good. Um, because it created so, so much interest and people went home that maybe would not have necessarily gone home if, um, if there was no, if there was no play in like the Washington Wizards are in, but the Hornets finished eighth, right? The Hornets went home or maybe the Hornets didn't finish eighth. I'm not for sure. I don't think so. No, cause the Hornets played the Pacers, so they didn't finish eighth, um, so yeah, both teams that finished in the East seven and eight, they got in. But I'm just, I just, yeah. Anyway, I love what they're doing. I like how they're doing it, and I, I love the NBA playoffs. It's, it's going to be exciting. Normally, the first round matchups, uh, with uh, one and two, and you know, one with eight and two with seven, are boring. 
but I think every round is going to be super exciting. Even in, even in the sweeps, I think there are teams that are going to get swept in in great fashion. Like it's just going to be a dog fight each night, and I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. And so yes, um, yeah, I think yeah, I think there I think there's going to be some some breakout players. Um, I'm I'm just wondering like who's going to be that who's going to be that guy right. And I think I think the world like everybody knows Tim Hardaway Jr. is good, but I think I think he's got to be the he's going to be the the guy he's going to be the guy that breaks out and is going to be like yo we didn't know Tim Hardaway Jr. was that good right because Luca people are going to be keying off on Luca people are going to be doubling Luca he's going to pass out out of those double teams and Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to have to be ready Chris Stapps. Uh, is going to be there. He's going to be getting his, but he's going to have some attention too. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to be the guy um, that is like a breakout star. Um, I, I really love seeing Carmelo Anthony for Portland uh, right now. Like I, I, I think it's so cool. Like he, he, he didn't make it in in Oklahoma City. Didn't make it in Houston. And for like a year, he was, you know, on the couch, didn't know if his career was over. And Portland gave him a chance last year. And not only gave him a chance last year, but he's still playing. He's proven to be a valuable player, valuable member of the Portland Trailblazers. And he's balling. Um, You know, he's not Camelo Anthony of old. He's the third option on this team. Uh, Maybe the fourth option with, with Nurkic on the floor, you know. But I think Carmelo Anthony is a valuable player on the team and I and I'm and I'm grateful to see it um that he still can play and sorry that he never got a championship. It's like players like him, Chris Paul, um, you know, like you, you're sorry to see that they never got a championship. And we may be saying that about people like Damian Lillard, CJ McCullough, um, you know, the Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook, you know, because they never got a championship, um, you know, and if winning the championship was easy, then everybody would have it, and it would be do, you know, we'd have to figure out something else, um, yeah, I, you know, you just, like, one day, you, you wish, you wish every, you know, like, you wish your favorite players could have championships, but then also, they're gonna remain loyal, like, NBA players today can move whenever they want to. Like, Damian Lillard could force a trade right now. Well, probably not right now because, you know, he's in the middle of the playoffs and that's not, they can't. But I'm just saying, Damian Lillard could go anywhere he wanted to. Will he ever win? Will Giannis ever win a championship? I don't know. Like, I, I, I really don't know. It depends on how things shake out. Like, if... He may win a championship if the health of Ben Simmons and Joel B don't stay and the Brooklyn Nets break up and the East become his, right? And if the and if the Miami Heat never get that superstar that they're wanting, you know, they got Jimmy Butler, but that never that they never get that extra guy. And if um Boston is still being cheap and not getting another, you know, night not, you know, like how do you let Gordon Hayward walk away for nothing? Like how do you how do you do that? Like, how do you not trade him for anything? Like, you just let him walk away, uh, and they have all this trade, all these, all these picks, 
and all these things of this money they can use and they're not using it and i just i don't know anyway um so yeah boston is still in that weird limbo stage where they got these two really good young talented players they don't really they're not really making it anywhere and they've made it to the eastern conference finals three out of the four years but they they didn't really they didn't really have it so anyway then maybe Giannis can win but maybe Giannis never wins a championship unless he teams up with somebody. Who knows? Giannis is still really, really young. And that's the cool thing about this. Like, I used to wonder after Kobe, after uh, LeBron, after Kevin, after Chris, like, will the NBA be left in good hands? Right. And so we'll have people like James Harden, Kyrie, and Kawhi, kind of, t- and Steph, kind of, and Clay, kind of teetering around after those older guys leave um but then you you got the people like zion ja michael porter jr Jokic, um jamal murray um uh damien uh damien is a little older um but you still got him you got um oh man donovan mitchell uh ben simmons uh joel and you just got these these younger stars, Giannis, and I, don't, I think I said Zion, but Lonzo and uh, LaMelo, and you got these young stars who are ready to take over De'Aaron Fox. People forget about him because he's on the Sacramento Kings, but De'Aaron Fox is a hooper for real. Um, Trey Young, he, I think the NBA is in really good hands. Uh, Luka Doncic. Kristaps Porzingis. I don't know if people know this, but I think Kristaps Porzingis is like 25, 26 years old. It just feels like he's old because he's been playing. He played with the New York Knicks for really for for about four years, and so it feels like he's an old veteran. But he's like 25, 26 years old, I think. And so the NBA has been left in really good hands, and I just, I just, I just think um, watching the NBA playoffs right now, I think. We're in for some good years ahead. Adam Silver is a really good um, commissioner. And, yeah, I think the NBA is in some good hands. I think the NBA is in some good hands. Um, Yeah, so sports are going to be a while for along along for the ride. Along for the ride. We got some some good things happening. Um, Some nice young players. Um, in in both in, in in all sports, in baseball, football, and so on and so forth, the WNBA. Oh man, look, people wonder why we bring up the WNBA, but if you have never seen, oh, why am I blanking on her name, y'all? Oh no, fans! Oh no, I'm blanking on her name. Yes, uh, Sabrina. Oh, I don't know how to say her name. Sabrina Ionesca, I think that's how you say her name. You've never seen her play, fans. I I just just go. Just, I know you may not watch the WNBA, but first of all, that's your first mistake. Go watch it. But second, here's the thing: go watch Sabrina Ion Ionescu play. Just go watch her play, and I'm telling you, you like. This is, this is, this, this, this girl is crazy. She, I don't know. Just watch some highlights. Watch them. There you go. You don't even have to go watch the game. Go watch some highlights of her and just say, hey, is she everything Anthony is trying to make her out to be? 
and then you'll see oh anthony didn't even do it just do her justice she's great and then after you watch her highlights go watch uh the girl at uconn i think her name is Paige, and she'll be out in like two or three years and they'll sabrina and Paige will be duking it out and so yeah give them some love too but yeah so hey fans that's all i got for y'all tonight um but yeah, I, I just really wanted to talk to y'all really and see how it, and just just catch up, just catch up. And uh, we took a couple of weeks off, um, but we back. I'm back today. Cody will be back next week. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to catch up with you guys. And so just gave y'all the rundown a little bit. We'll get into some more specific topics. Uh, Cody, CJ and uh, Jamal and I have been talking about if Kawhi Leonard left, where he could go. Should Steph Curry leave? Um, you know, and we we just been we just been talking about some things. You know, we want to see from Cody how he feels about Devontae Smith being on his Philadelphia Eagles. And so, yes, when Cody gets back, we're gonna talk about some more specific things. But today, we just wanted to catch up and uh, yeah, get to talking about the sports. So, as Cody says, stay fans, stay biased. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, fans. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.